This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. The Pontifical Mission Societies. Heard of it? I had neither. What I have now learned is they're basically the Pope's arm in supporting millions of people in parts of the world that are unable to support themselves. Yeah, big. And they do so heroically. My guest today is the National Director of the Pontifical Mission Society since 2011 and wants you to learn more about them and maybe plug in. I'm in for that. Here's my conversation with Father Andrew Small. Hello, Father. Good morning. Thanks for having me with you during this mission month. Now, how do you get to be the director of the Pontifical Mission Society? I, I think you're sitting quietly in your office one day, <laughs> and, and Cardinal Dolan calls you up out of the blue and says, you're coming to New York. Yeah. So, uh, that was kind of how it happened. Yeah, it's the job that... Uh, one of my illustrious predecessors, uh, Venerable Seven of God, Fulton J. Sheehan, used to have when he was in charge of the missions. So Cardinal Dolan reminded me, you got big shoes to fill, young yes, man. Yes, you so, do. My goodness. So what, 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 is it my that, what is it that you do? What What is the director of the Pontifical Mission Societies? What is it all about? Sure. I'm, I hate to say we're just a fundraiser because mission and church is much more than that, but it does seem to be one of our primary religious activities is to support support the church. Uh, and we in the, in the Pontifical Mission Societies, we are the Pope's mission support mechanism through prayer, sacrifice, etc. Uh, started back in the early 1800s by a young laywoman, Pauline Jericho. Uh, the Society for the Propagation of the Faith was the main name that people knew us by, and that's still there today. That's one of the societies. Uh, and that grew and grew, and she started a, a mission cooperative, really, to, amongst the factory workers in Lyon principally for the missions in China and the New World. So we were the, some of the first recipients of that generosity back in the early 1800s to help support seminaries and whatnot. And now we're, as the United States, one of the largest contributors to the 1111, John, count them, 1111 mission dioceses, mostly in Africa and Asia, that we support every year through our generosity, through our prayers and through our, through our good wishes, through the, being the body of Christ. And last Sunday, I think, um, if it was in your parish, that was World Mission Sunday all over the world. And that's a big part of what our sport is. And I coordinate all of that in the United States. 197 diocese mission offices help animate us to be missionaries, disciples and missionaries of Jesus Christ. If I give you $10, break that up for me. Where's that $10 going to go? Well, about a dollar is going to go on, on us collecting, looking after overseeing and distributing the funds but the nine dollars which is, is actually really good by the way because you know 90 percent. so I'm, of course you have to have money to be able to keep things operating but you know so, average for that would be you know good is 70 percent in nonprofit. so if, if if you're only taking a dollar which is uh you know very low uh sure, for the amount sure, no, you're, that, you're the giving away 90 is incredible it's, it, it goes straight to we send on we don't send our money to rome as such even though rome <clears throat> and the Holy Father's mission um, uh, department sort of has an eye on all of those different different missionaries. We're talking about you know seventy five thousand sisters, eighty thousand seminarians, wow. 
schools, clinics. Just uh, you can imagine, just the massive. Uh, network of church structures in some of the poorest and most vulnerable areas. Hmm. And we channel those other $9 through the training of catechists, for example. The growth of Catholics in, in Africa projected over the next 30 years is massive. We call them the young churches not because they, they've just received the faith, but, but because their average age is under, under 18. I mean, there's a massive growth of the church in Africa and Asia. So training those, getting them good faith, helping the catechists, and then helping people you know, build an extra classroom, uh, build a chapel, train seminarians, all that stuff that keeps the church going in places where the faith is vibrant, but they don't have an awful lot of resources. And October is a pretty special month for you. October's well, this, this particular October, our Holy Father asked us to focus on that missionary dimension of life, uh, and he called for an extraordinary missionary month, uh, which is kind of just a way of, I suppose, reminding people that we do this every year, but let's give a big push on this year to see if we can uh, remind ourselves of that missionary vocation. It's actually the 100th anniversary of a famous post-World War I document that Pope Benedict XV issued. The Church likes to do some of those sort of anniversaries because it's, it's got an awful lot of history, as you know. 2,000 years, mm-hmm. we're always celebrating something. So 100 years later, the Holy Father, Pope Francis, said, why don't we celebrate that, that the missionary is a missionary of peace, right? Particularly in a fractured world, a world that you know, we see so much conflict, particularly in a world where we see a lot of religious persecution. Um, you, you know, why can't we sort of redouble our efforts to be missionaries, both in our individual world, in our individual society, but also uh, uh, as a church around the world? So that's what we're doing uh, this, 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 uh, this mission month. Have you met the Holy Father? I mean, every year, believe it or not, we go to the head office and we decide collectively, 120 of me and my colleagues from all around the world, it's quite democratic, Democratic. we, uh, we get together and we decide what to do with, with all that year's uh, collections. And everyone has a vote, even though we're the largest contributor, the U.S. director only has one vote. So, um, so we go there and then the Holy Father meets us and gives us a little a little talk, a little pep talk um, at the end of that meeting. So it's always good to meet him. I, I got to think, I mean, the good work you, you are all doing and going out to these, you know, missions all around the world, it's got to be difficult. I'm trying to think because I've, I've fundraised before. It, it seems easier when you have just a very small kind of focused mission. You, you are serving so many people. It's got to be difficult to be able to kind of explain the weight of, you know, of the need out there in so many different facets and so many different places of the world that the pontifical missions societies are serving too little response to that yes it is, it is tough when you think about the massive nature of the church's network all over the world all those parishes 500 dioceses in africa 400 in asia you know, just the sheer size of it more than half the territory of the globe right. John, you imagine. but that's your church right that was your church yesterday it's your church today i'm just letting you know the size of that church that you blessedly belong to the other thing is, you know, we probably were back in the, you know, we stopped being a mission-dependent country in 1908 in the United States, hmm. which meant that we, we had enough vocations and financial resources to support ourselves. Um, so, so, you know, since then, that mission cooperation has gone on quite extensively. We're not, we as pontifical missions are not the only game in town anymore, let's say. Uh, so you've got an awful lot more individual efforts of people who are supporting a diocese somewhere. A priest came maybe to do a, a mission appeal, and folks liked him and support the seminary and support the formation of seminarians, or there's a clinic that a sister's running that people are helping. So there's many, many, many different ways 
in which supporting the mission church has taken off and doesn't depend solely on this one this one mechanism that kind of we're like the backstop if you like you know we're kind of keeping gas in the tank and keeping the lights on stuff that oftentimes it's tough it's tough to fundraise for but somebody has to do it and that's kind of what we do how can we embrace the call to mission all year long well, um, everything's digital these days. We have a lot of resources for folks for this mission month. It's as close as a, a few a few clicks on the on the uh, on the keyboard. Missio.org. So that's mission without the air. Missio. It's the Latin for mission. Missio.org. And we have a lot of resources there for you know family prayer, prayer round meals, missionary dimension to the readings. You can sign up for sort of weekly uh, mission reflections on the weekly readings, stuff that maybe you wouldn't think about naturally when you go into to Mass on Sunday and you're taking the kids to practice and you've got all sorts of other obligations. This sort of inserts mission into your daily life and gives you that little sense that, that we are missionaries. We've been called by God to be missionaries. Uh, and it's easy to forget that, so we give you a lot of resources to do that. Father, thank you for coming on and all you continue to do for those people around the world that uh, have less than what many of us that are listening right now have. God bless you. Thank you very much, John. So there you have it, friends. What's amazing to me, really, is the work the church is doing on a grand scale that so few of us Catholics even know about. It's why I love doing this podcast. So we, and I do mean we, can learn about these charities together, but also discern if God is calling us to enter into them and help. Big thanks to Father Andrew Small, my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter. Inviting your friends to take part in the show, visit our website, yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I am John Leonetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.